Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, thanks for tuning into another episode of Relevance for today. It's great to have you on the other end. If you're watching on the TV show channels, hey, glad you're tuned in. If you're watching on YouTube, same thing. And if you're listening to the podcast shows in your cars, relaxing at home, wherever you might be, thank you all for tuning in. Truly appreciate it. Couldn't do what I do without you because otherwise I'm just talking to myself in the basement like I always say, right? (laughs) Well, continuing on with the three-part series, this time we are talking about the same thing. (laughs) See, almost went off track there. Christ-like living with determination. This is part two of a three-part series, and it's all about encouraging you and me so we can get to the point where we can show people who Jesus Christ is through our walk, through our speak, through our actions, and so forth. And if you haven't listened or watched part one, I want to encourage you to stop, head over to whatever app you're using, whatever program you're using, TV, whatever it might be, and go back and watch part one because they're all connected together. And this is another series that's going to outlive me, and that's one thing that... uh, it, it kind of gives you a weird feeling, but a very encouraging feeling. But as a Christian content creator, as a minister, being able to record messages that are going to outlive me. So if Jesus returns, right, if we get raptured out of here and there's people still on this earth, 20, 30, 50, 100, 200, 1,000, 2,000, whatever it might be, however many years before the rapture takes place before Jesus returns. My shows relevance for today is going to be out there. And if you're a content creator, if you're a minister, I want to encourage you to get your messages recorded, set up podcasts. If you have any questions, let me know. And I'm, I'm sorry for those of you who aren't interested in me sharing about this, but I just need to get this off my chest because this is really important. If you're a minister and you're watching this, record your messages. Don't take your messages to the grave. The Holy Spirit gave you something to say. Get it recorded because it wasn't just for you. Does that make sense? Yes, sometimes you'll get a message of encouragement from the Holy Spirit. Hey, Steve, you need to make sure you do this, 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 and this. Uh, You need to be doing this with your ministry or that. No, I'm talking about when your eyes get opened up to the fact that if you don't forgive others, our Heavenly Father won't forgive you, which means there's no salvation then. Little things like that. Nuggets, could be sermons, whatever it might be, get those recorded because they will outlive you for generations and generations and generations. And when I think for me personally, it's like my great-great-grandchildren are going to be able to go on YouTube or Kingdom Community TV or any podcast app and literally go back and listen to their great-great-grandfather's messages about Jesus Christ. 
That brings responsibility on us when you think of it that way. If you're a Christian content creator, that should bring responsibility on you that when you're making your recordings, remember you're speaking to people a thousand years from now. What do you want to tell them? And I think that's why most of you have noticed with relevance for today, which direction it's going, where it's teaching and equipping, basic teaching and equipping. Sometimes there's some deep things, but a lot of times it's almost like the Apostle Paul, where he just tells you flat out, stay away from sexual sin, but love one another. Blah, 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 do this, do this. There's no smoke and mirrors. There's no, you've got to pull out a thesaurus for my teachings, but they're going to outlive me. No matter if I'm on the earth for another 30, 40 years, which is fine with me. But the bottom line is the messages that I'm sharing are going to live on past me. So make sure you're sharing and getting it out there. If you have any questions, if you need any advice, please let me know. I don't charge because this is all for the kingdom of God. I'll, I'll share whatever I can share with you and tell you advice and so forth on how to get your shows out there and how you can get out there and get your messages out there. Sound good? Okay, so that was my little rabbit trail. <laughs> but basically, very important, and uh, just wanted to share that. So once again, in this series, we'll be looking at important instructions out of the New Testament on living a Christ-like life. Because once again, you can get in the Word of God and you can glean and learn and you can read. If you've got a Bible with Jesus' words in red, sometimes I'll go through the whole New Testament and just read what Jesus said. Other times, I'm going through Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Thessalonians and getting all that instruction that Paul gave to those churches and applying that to my life and sharing that with others and going through the whole New Testament. Of course, going through the whole entire Bible, you learn quite a bit. But for me personally, I'm, I really dig into the New Testament because of the instruction on Christ-like living and how if we get trained up right, we can be out here and being lights for the Lord, right? Being salt of the earth. Amen? Okay. So once again, if we truly focus and devote ourselves to the Word of God, we will have a mindset that will be determined to live that Christ-like life. And remember, that determination, you know how you're determined to do something? I'm determined to get to know who Barb Tupper is because one day I'm going to end up marrying her, and now it's 33 years later, right? Determination. You know, we're living in a day, and that's what I said about these messages allow live us because if this someone listens to this message 30 years from now, they're still going to be able to say we're living in a day and age where the world needs to see Jesus in us and through us, Right? And if they're looking at us, then we need to make sure we are living and walking out that Christ-like life daily. Don't let them catch you on a bad day when you're sitting in your car with road rage and you're yelling obscenities at somebody, and then you both get to church, and they've never been to the church before, and it's your turn to be the door greeter, right? And they're going to say, wait a minute, I think I just saw you at the stop sign a few miles back swearing at somebody. Yeah, live a Christ-like life daily. Remember, the world is watching. The last thing we want is for someone to look at us, like I just said, knowing we are a Christian and saying to themselves, hmm, you know, 
if that is what being a Christian looks like, I don't think I want to have any part of that. We want them to see us and ask, what do they have? What is it about them? What is it about Bobby Joe that makes me want to get around him and get to know him? He just brings an atmosphere whenever he shows up with a brand new quilt. Or he just brings an atmosphere when he comes in the store. I look forward to seeing him because he speaks to everybody and he acts like he owns the place. He's just coming in and loving on everybody. That's, I want to know what he has. And then you finally get over to talk to him and he says, hey, it's all about Jesus Christ. I live for the Lord daily, you know, and then that's how the door gets open, right? All right, so let's jump on in with another important passage of Scripture that the Apostle Paul wrote to the churches in Ephesus. This one's going to be chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. So here we go. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ, He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. And I could literally just stop doing this series right there and say, follow what Paul just said, obey the two greatest commandments, of course, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and the second one is like it, love your neighbor as yourself, and never do anything he warns you not to do. And of course, (laughs) to refresh your memories, since I mentioned it, the two greatest commandments, as I said, are located in Matthew 22, 37 through 38. Okay? And that reads, Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. You love your neighbor, and of course, love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind, and you have a good foundation for living a Christ-like life with determination, right? I am focused on loving my neighbor, period. When I go out today, I'm determined. No matter what, I'm going to love on my neighbor, and my neighbor is anybody I come in contact with. Bam, you do that. Loving your neighbor, well, remember, like I've said before in many episodes, if you want to do that, do the Indiana Jones digging where you go into the journal. I've got a, one of my journals right here with the snaps on it that I really like. So you got your leather journal here. You unsnap that open just like you're in digging in the Bible. And you've got in here and it says, oh, yeah, that's right. If I'm going to love my neighbor, I need to remember what love is. And I'm going to use 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 as my go-to verses for making sure I apply the right type of love. So when I'm out about, I'm not being mean, I'm not being rude, right? Regardless of how how people are treating me, I'm biting my tongue and I'm being focused. I'm staying focused because I'm all about this determining to be Christ-like. That's my goal. Amen? And that's the focus. And that's what you have to think in your mind. And I know some of this stuff sounds basic that I'm sharing, but... Think about it. You're sitting back, relaxing. Many of you are listening to me right now by yourselves. You're hanging out. You might be working around the house. You might be in your shop working. You might be driving a vehicle, whatever it is. But the bottom line is I'm talking to you right now. These are the things you can apply to your life. You have the power to do this. No one else does. But you, you're the only one that can control you and how you love your neighbor 
and how you live that Christ-like life and how determined you're going to be to do that. Make sense? You have the power. You can walk into a cloudy room and make the sun shine by just going in there and saying, hey, how's everybody doing today? What's going on? Hey, folks. <laughs> like Pastor Matt and Amy always joking with me about, hey. But you go in there and you see someone and they see you and they're just like, oh my gosh, that guy's always smiling. It's great. Hey, Steve, how you doing today? And everybody's talking. You know, it's like when Barb and I go in the grocery store, we go in there to pick up eggs, but we're in there for 20 minutes because we're talking to a lot of the people that are in there working or the people that are coming in. My dad's the same way. I grew up seeing dad act that way. He'd go in, joke around with people, and it just changes the atmosphere. And it's that attitude of leaving others better than how you found them. And so when you do that, it just changes everything. And that's the power you have. You've got to go run some errands and get some things from the store. Don't look miserable. Go in there with a smile on your face. Greet people. Hey, thanks for being here so I could come in and get this screwdriver I needed. You know, and so forth. Just some nuggets. So continuing on with verse 3. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. So here... Paul warns us once again about staying away from specific sins and behaviors. Not only does he warn us on what not to do, but once again, he gives us corrective action to follow. And it doesn't get any better than this. The Apostle Paul lays it all out for us. And I've said this before in the previous episode. He lays it all out for us. All we have to do is listen and take heed. Stay away from sexual sin. Be kind to others. Don't be hateful, right? Don't be greedy. Share with others. Don't tell obscene stories and foolish talk and coarse jokes. These are not for you. He says it right then and there, and that's back in their day. What about now where we've got access to the internet and you can either go down the wrong path or you can go down the right path? You have all these choices right there in the palm of your hand. You could get hooked into obscene stories to the point where you're sharing these stories with people that are looking at you like, aren't you a Christian? Why are you sharing these obscene stories with me? What's with this foolish talk? Why the coarse jokes and the foul language? What's going on here? Are you trying to prove to me that you can be on the fence maybe? But last I heard, I think Satan owned the fence. Because if you're not all in for Christ, then you're just not all in at all. You know what I mean? So, you know, thinking about those things. But continuing on with verse 6, don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. Don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of the light. Yes. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. And of course, that light, you know what the light is, it's the Holy Spirit. And yes, before we turned our lives over to Christ, we were all sinners and living in darkness. 
But now, if you have repented of your sins and called on the name of Jesus Christ, you are saved and living in the light. Make sense? Yes. Amen. So verse 10 continues, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Mmm, powerful. Isn't it? So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in this evil time or in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. And I'm going to stop right there. Being careful how we all live in this day and age is very crucial to our walks. We have more temptations now than back when Paul wrote these letters to the Ephesians, just like I said a few minutes ago. We need to be on guard and protect our body, soul, and spirit from the evil one and all his vices. And if you need the Lord to show you, ask him, right? You need the Lord to show you what you should be doing? Ask him. Read the word of God. The warnings are right there, right there in black and white. It's in there. It's in your Bible right there. You have one at the house. You have one on your phone. Look in there. Things not to do. Things to do. How to live. How not to live. It's all there in the Word of God. Get alone in a quiet place. And don't be afraid to share your heart with the Holy Spirit. Remember, He's the gift from God sent to guide and comfort us in our walks. And of course, when you find out what that calling is, what that walk is, just like it says in that verse, in the end of that verse, where it said, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. It's that part about asking the Holy Spirit to help guide you so you'll understand what the Lord wants you to do. And when you find out, get to it. Don't procrastinate. You've heard me say that before. Don't procrastinate. The Holy Spirit's guiding you to do something. The Holy Spirit's leading you to write something, to share something, to speak something, to go visit someone, to help in a ministry, whatever it may be. Don't procrastinate. Don't doubt your calling. Get up and be who he called you to be, and that's being determined to live that Christ-like life. And in the last verses the apostle shares, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And also, please understand this warning about being drunk with wine. When you drink alcohol, and you guys know this already, I'm just, I'm preaching to the choir, right? But think about this. When you drink alcohol or even use drugs, you're not yourself anymore. You do things you wouldn't normally do. People jump off of high places. They say things they wouldn't normally say. They'll drive vehicles. They'll do whatever because they're not in their right mind. And you might think you're funny, but basically you're, you're entertainment for others to laugh at and pick at and film you so they can share it online and talk about you and put you down. 
But remember, when you get drunk, you are under the influence of another spirit other than the Holy Spirit. You ever wonder why when you're driving down the road and you look over and you see a liquor store, an alcohol store, or whatever, and sometimes it's called spirits, right? Think about it. You're under the influence of another spirit. Your mind is gone. You're drunk. You're falling all over the place. You're trying to fight people. You know, look at all the people that have died through the years from drunk driving incidents or murder while they're under the influence, fights and more. People do things, like I said, if they were sober, they would never even think about doing them. But when they're wasted, they'll do anything. And so please, please take Paul's warning seriously. Okay, I mean that from my heart. And lastly, Paul concludes with the verse, verse 20. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Give thanks for everything, right? Thankfulness. Give thanks with a joyful heart. Give thanks. Mm, for he is given Jesus Christ his son. You know that song, give thanks. Yes, that's a good song. But giving thanks for everything. Amen. We have so much, folks. We have so much we should be thankful for. And we have a mission. Be determined to represent and be that vessel God called you to be. It's really important. You need encouraged, get in the word. Start there. Be encouraged by the Word of God. Be encouraged by the Apostle Paul's letters. Be encouraged about getting around other like-minded believers who are all about living a Christ-like life and not about showing off. And I'm not talking about thinking you're holier than thou or you're better than everybody else. No, I'm talking about the guy that's washing the feet, just like Jesus taught, right? Coming to serve. Hey, you need a hand with that? You know, that's all it takes. Yesterday, I'm sitting waiting for Barb to come out of the hospital and I look over and I see an elderly lady in a vehicle trying to back up and there's a truck on the other side of her and she can't see what's coming in the parking lot. So you ju I jumped out of the vehicle. I didn't know somebody else was watching me, seeing what I was doing, but I jumped out, got out there, looked down the road, saw nothing coming, and then I waved her out so she could come out safely and not get in an accident. And of course, she waved and thanked me. And then I looked across the street and this guy said, hey, have a great day. And he smiled at me because he was watching me help her. And I didn't do it for anybody's praise because we don't do that for praise and man. We just live that Christ-like life, right? We show people the love of Jesus. We don't sit there and go, oh, I wonder if she's going to get hit. No, we get out, go above and beyond and be that person be a blessing, be a light. You just never know what's going to happen down the road. It's like many of you have stories about how you were kind to people. You showed people the love of Jesus, not thinking about it, but it was in your DNA, right? It's in your DNA to be Christ-like as a follower of Jesus Christ. And then years down the road, somebody puts in a good word for you at a job or you just happen to be in a drive-thru or something and someone goes, hey, I remember you. You're the one that did such and such and such and such for me and my family. I don't know if you remember me or not, 
but I want to say thank you for that. And here, I want to bless you with this. You just never know. It doesn't mean everything's going to be a blessing. You're going to get something out of everything. But you live a Christ-like life here at this point in your timeline and come to find out 2, 10, 20 years down the road in your timeline, somebody you blessed and loved on back years ago comes up and says, I remember you. Let's see what we can do here. Let's help you get this paperwork completed or whatever it might be. You just never know. But if you live that Christ-like life and you represent, watch and see the doors open, watch and see the lives you impact, watch and see how people are affected and infected by the anointing that you have through the Holy Spirit on your life as you go out and live each day to the fullest. People will know who you are. And remember, we don't want to leave a legacy. We just want people to remember Jesus in us. Amen? Let's go ahead and pray. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you for being able to share episode two of this three-part series, determining to be Christ-like vessels, determining to live a Christ-like life. That's what it's all about. So, Lord, I just pray right now a blessing over all my listeners and watchers. I just encourage them all through you, Lord. May they be blessed. May they be encouraged to share the good news about Jesus Christ. May they be encouraged to live that Christ-like life and show love to everyone they meet. We pray for all those out there hurting and suffering. And we pray for all those that need you in their lives, Lord. That Christ-like vessels will show up at the right time and share the good news about you. So Heavenly Father, I just ask you to watch over all my listeners and watchers once again. Thank you for them all. Blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I hope this episode, this series is really encouraging for you. It's going to lift you up, encourage you to step up and step out and be who God called you to be. Hey, with that being said, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share with friends, family, and strangers. Head over to any podcast app, subscribe. Don't forget to leave us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because that helps push our podcast show up in the charts so more people will see it. Really appreciate you doing that as well. And also Kingdom Community TV. Don't forget, don't just watch my TV shows, but also watch others as well. It's all free. Great quality shows as good as Netflix and the other different um, services that people have to pay for. Check it out. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Hey, God bless. Keep in touch. Peace.